It's time for the fastest hour of radio, Southern Race Week, with your host, William Barber. All right, race fans, welcome back to another wonderful weekend edition, as we like to call it, because it's always the weekend whenever we're racing. This is Southern Race Week, and as always, I am William Barber, a.k.a. WB, and sitting high atop his pit box on the great racing station and podcast location is none other than the man himself, Alfie. What's going on, brother? How you doing there, WB? Glad to be with you again uh, this week for another exciting week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio, William. You know, we've got some exciting NASCAR playoff stuff going on. A lot of NASCAR news we're going to get to here in just a couple of minutes. And and it seemed like the rain just couldn't stop uh, falling there at uh, Texas Motor Speedway. I thought we weren't going to have any more midweek uh, racing anymore. But uh, they got rained out on Sunday, rained out on Monday, rained out on Tuesday, and actually were able to get the dang race in on Wednesday. So, uh, uh, well, so an exciting weekend. I felt sorry for the – the performance racing network crew, Doug Rice and all those guys, it looked like they were pretty much going to have to move there and get their, their mail forwarded to uh, Texas Motor Speedway. <laughs> well, if there's any track you want to be at, uh, it's definitely a track like Texas or Atlanta or Charlotte. But uh, this week also on the show, uh, we're going to catch up with uh, JoJo. She's coming off of some crazy action going on down at Five Flags Speedway. Uh, and then also Lenny Baticki. I'm uh, going to talk a little short track racing action with him. Now, you going to catch up with JoJo. What's this, this is crazy race in action down at Five Flags. You, you got to give me a little more tease on that, bro. Yeah, jo, uh, JoJo Wilkinson, the lovely JoJo Wilkinson will be uh, joining us. And, uh, yeah, she was involved in that. Well, she wasn't involved in the wreck, but she saw it from her car, the crazy wrecks that happened at the end of that race last week at Five Flags Speedway. In fact, she finished uh, fourth uh, in that race uh, that weekend. And, uh, she got to tell me a little bit about, uh, her view of what happened, uh, that night. And, and also she's going to be racing this weekend at Nashville. And she's really excited about that because this will be the first time she's racing at Nashville and her dad raced there before. So, uh, she's kind of excited to kind of explore and, and see some new tracks. And, and, you know, her name has definitely been, uh, kicked up in the uh, short track world. She was part of that, uh, speed 51.com, uh, short track driver draft list and she's been getting a lot of notoriety lately so uh hopefully to kind of spread her wings and head out to nashville to uh show what she can do there on the uh, short tracks out there as well uh william if you just join us on this edition of southern race week we're going to be getting you up to speed on everything you know talking about the history and the passing down the torch of racing from family member from father to daughter from daughter to mother, mother to daughter, everything, all parts in between. Hi, this is Winston Kelly, the executive director of the NASCAR Hall of Fame and pit reporter for the Motor Racing Network, and you're listening to Southern Race Week. Welcome back, race fans. I hope y'all having a wonderful, wonderful race week. The fall weather is finally here in the good old state of Georgia and across the southeast. And here on the show, we like to talk about the grassroots racing of where the fun and the excitement is, where you can go to a race and a fight might actually breakout i'm talking about the short track race action i'm just kidding on that part i know i'm gonna get emails uh let's run on the Phil food depot hotline here lenny Batigi. man lenny hey man great to be back on uh great to be back on southern race week radio and uh big news week uh all across the uh, racing have they let prn 
uh, out of Texas yet. You know, have, have they have they come back through Atlanta International I, on their way back? I don't think they did. It's been one of those crazy situations that they they just you know the rain. No, no, yes, no. The, but so poor PR, poor PRN team. They they got the hands full out there, and it's winding down. Talking about the NASCAR uh, news and everything, you kind of leaked it out uh, the uh, last time we talked. But uh, I'll uh, Kyle Larson. It's gonna go. Uh, gonna gonna get to come back and have a, another chance in the NASCAR world. Well, uh, you know, redemption uh, is, is a is a good thing to have, and uh, he's certainly uh, done the things that were asked of him to get to this point, and uh, hopefully he'll be a, a better representative uh, for himself and everybody else involved going forward. It's gonna be uh, you know sad to see him leave uh, dirt racing. He's won. 40-plus races this year in all kinds of different vehicles, including a dirt late model, and still going to run the uh, you know world finals or last call, whatever they're doing it over at the dirt track here at Charlotte. So uh, we're not quite done with him in the dirt, but uh, you know it'll be uh, a different year and maybe get to see him a little less uh, next year because he'll have to uh, go around the pavement stuff. But I think it'll be better overall uh, for, for everybody to have a uh, competitive Kyle Larson back in NASCAR. Hey, if you just join us here on Southern Racing, we're talking about uh, short track racing action with uh, PRN's own uh, Mr. Lenny Patiki here. Lenny, uh, you know, you're knee deep in the short track racing action with that uh, with Charlotte. Uh, great program right there uh, in your back door. I'm jealous all the time. But, um, you know, we got to talk about some of these Georgia boys and and how how they're doing and we've you know our little old Sonora raceway that little that gumbo seems to be making it happen down there and bringing in some fans that, and some that, drivers that gumbo and the girl on the gumbo olivia gentry winning again the other night down there and uh, of course the the uh southern all-star himself austin horton taking uh you know top honors both of them the other night but that olivia gentry she has wheeled it really really well won a bunch of times this year and uh, just a, uh, a good gal, uh, comes from a, a racing family, and, um, you know, happy to call her uh, her name out. And how about the kid from uh, up in uh, the northern part of the state, or I guess, you know, kind of over by Augusta, Brandon Overton. Three in a row last weekend, uh, winning at Livonia. I mean, he's hurting their feelings. Well, that's one way to get a uh, get a bounty put on you whenever you start going around and winning a bunch of stuff there. That's for sure. Well, you know, the Gentry gal, is she connected to Oliver Gentry? Yeah, uh, I believe that's uh, her daddy. You know, like I said, she comes from uh, good racing and uh, running down there on that gumbo every Saturday. She's uh, she's done enough to uh, win a whole bunch this year. Well, Oliver Gentry, if that's her dad, I know good and good. And well, that she's uh, she's coming from good bloodline there, because Oliver Gentry he he ran pretty much anything and everything, including Legends cars, out at uh, Sonora Raceway back when it was asphalt and when it was dirt. So that's good to know, and and it's good. And I, and I say this because um, it's it's great to hear you know families passing on. As that tradition and, and keeping that racing alive in the family tree that's what helps keeps this sport going right absolutely and uh, that's what grassroots is it's really family and you were you were talking about how you know uh sometimes you see a fight out there it's so incredible the the two competitors they could be just going at it on the racetrack fighting in the pits and then one of them have a part failure and you know who's the first one to come over with a new part it's that guy they've been uh, messed with because 
That's what family does. They, they help out and, and they scrap as well. And uh, grassroots racing is, is such a family uh, activity that uh, we're there together so long and everybody gets to uh, really know each other and have, have um, you know, that time together. So, uh, you know, it's pretty cool. And, you know, over on the other side of the uh, state, over by Savannah, you've got uh, Jordan Fighter, who is now Jordan, Mrs. Jordan Yawn. Uh, she's actually a third-generation uh, racer as well. Her mama and her grandmother both won dirt races back in the day. So family is all over the Peach State. If you just join us here, we're talking with Lenny Batigi on the old Food Depot hotline here, talking about short track race and action uh, going on all over uh, Georgia and the, and the southeast and beyond. Lenny, what are some uh, what are some big races that we can look forward to and some series changing names or something again uh, in, the, in the news? Tell me about it. Well, uh, you know, I know uh, Camping World is back on the truck series. Uh, Name-wise, you know, it's hard to keep up with, with all of them, but uh, you know, the world is really going to come to uh, up, up here to Carolina, to Charlotte, over the next uh, 10 days or so. You've got the uh, World Short Track Championship okay. that is going to be taking place. Grassroots racers from Georgia, certainly going to pack the house. And then uh, I think where we're, where we're going with the name change is the event change from the World Finals to the last call because the big block modified guys are up there in um, quarantine country, so they can't come down and then get back to work because they'd have to stay two weeks up there. That's one of the many factors that factored into how uh, things had to change. But the late models are going to run on the uh, 4th and 5th, and then the sprint cars are going to run the 6th and 7th. So it's going to be a big time. But I really like this coming weekend uh, starting uh, Thursday, hopefully, but Friday and Saturday, where seven different divisions of grassroots racers are going to be on that big stage at the dirt track here at Charlotte. And uh, I wouldn't uh, doubt that uh, a number of those uh, upfront runners are going to be from uh, Georgia. If uh, somebody wanted more information about uh, the race in action at Charlotte uh, and wanted to maybe get tickets or something like that, where do we need to point them to, Lenny? They can go to uh, charlottemotorspeedway.com or the World of Outlaws because World of Outlaws really has uh, probably the latest information on both of the events. But uh, either way, we'll help you get to where you need to go so you can come see some racing up here. Lenny, let's talk about uh, your program with PRN and uh, tell folks how they can uh, tune in and uh, and check it out uh, week after week. PRN's at the track. You can uh, follow our show on Twitter at PRN at the track on Twitter because we'll keep you updated with all kinds of stuff, knickknacks all throughout the day and all. And then here are our shows at GoPRN.com and a few of the far-flung radio network of our friends here at uh, Southern Race Week Radio. Always great to be on. You guys really are on top of it, and uh, it's very, very much appreciated by all of us in grassroots racing. Lenny, I get this question, and I ask this of drivers all the time. If you know, if you could give a piece, you know, give a young person a piece of advice on on how to get started in racing, what would that be? Well, I'm going to ask you, um, being that you are a, a veteran race, prom- I, mean, pr- I mean, you might as well say you're a promoter, your track, uh, your track announcement, you've done everything and anything. If somebody wanted to get into the racing business, uh, and to the broadcast side of like what you do, uh, what would they? What, what would the first thing they need to do? What was the first job they need to go after? First job would be the one that's closest to them. Whether it's a, a high school building that uh, you know maybe they they've got a volleyball team or a soccer team or a football team that needs somebody 
to even just clean up cones and things like that. And then once you get into the system, ask if you can, uh, you know, announce a practice or anything and uh, start as easily and nearby you can to develop your skills uh, with as few people watching because uh, almost none of us are really, really good once we get started. It takes a while, and you you develop that uh, skill, and then uh, it'll take you as far as the skill can be developed. Now, I never thought about it like that. That's the way to do it there. Well, uh, Lenny, what was the uh, what was the first what was your first job in motorsports uh, that you that you had? Announcing test and tune drag racing down at Miami Hollywood Dragway. Uh, trying to trying to keep the five or six people in the grandstands awake enough while uh, these Mustangs and Camaros went down the track. And the funny thing back in those days, I had just come from announcing BMX at places like Peachtree City and Powder Springs and all across the uh, state of Georgia. Wow. So I knew a lot about BMX and a lot about racing. It could make things sound exciting, but somebody had to stand next to me and say, it's a Ford. It's a Chevy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wasn't much of a car guy back then, but, uh, boy, I've been blessed with uh, decades now of uh, being around great car folks and uh, have learned to share that passion with them. All right, Lenny, let's once again throw out that Twitter handle and the name of the program that people can catch on your show all the time. PRNs at the track on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, and at GoPRN.com. Thanks for having us. Hello, this is Gracie Trotter, and I race in the ARCA West Series, and you're listening to Southern Race Week. All right, race fans, I hope y'all having a wonderful week and week out, because I tell you, as the fall comes upon us and the weather gets a little cooler, the race in action out at the racetracks continues to go on, and no better place to go to see racing than to see racing uh, that is going on at a local racetrack near you. Now, you know, a lot of folks talk about short track racing as being a great way to say it, whether you like it on the dirt or the asphalt. It's kind of like, and I'm William Barber, a.k.a. WB is what everybody calls me. Alfie is uh, the producer of Southern Race Week, and my buddy, my pal, my friend, uh, my favorite waterhole drinking son of a gun, uh, Alfie, uh, you know, why in the world is it that we cover anything that has four wheels and goes real fast and us, unlike some other radio shows, just cover one thing, cover the other thing? We cover it all right here, brother. Oh, yes, we cover it all. Like you said, short tracks, uh, NHRA, IndyCar, NASCAR, ARCA series, trucks, Xfinity. I think we pretty much have at least one guest in each classification of racing that has appeared on this program, whether it's NHRA, IndyCar, um, you know, ARCA series, trucks, short track drivers, the up and coming stars, uh, Bandolero drivers. I mean, we have it all here for you on uh, Southern Race Week Radio. And, you know, William, we're ending the end of the season, not only in NASCAR, but also for IndyCar and NHRA. So real quickly, uh, while we had an opportunity, we want to recognize those other great series as the IndyCar series crowned their champion last weekend. Scott Dixon uh, rolled and finished third in the race, in the IndyCar championship race, and won by just 16 points, defending his uh, championship yet again and uh, bringing another championship there for Chip Canassi, Racing in the number nine PNC Bank, Chip Ganassi 
Racing Honda. So congratulations there uh, to uh, Scott Dixon winning himself a, another a championship. How about this, William? The Atlanta Motor Speedway race, the first one in March, will be March 21st. And then that following weekend will be the NHRA race at uh, here in Atlanta as well. So uh, how about that? Back-to-back racing weekends, one weekend Atlanta Motor Speedway and the following weekend for NHRA there at Atlanta Dragways. Sounds like we'll be busy in the month of March, everybody. Oh, looks like we're going to be uh, traveling all over the place, William, seeing our NASCAR friends and our friends from the uh, NHRA world who are always uh, open arms and embracing us when they're in town. So uh, that's going to be a, a lot going on, William, for like you said, we're going to probably have some really jam-packed shows right around that time as uh, everyone who's in the NHRA world and NASCAR is going to want to be a part of Southern Race Week. Uh, leading up to those uh, weekends, you know what I mean? They're, they're, they put that down on their calendars. They're like, oh, we're, oh, we're going to be in Atlanta? Oh, yeah, we got to make sure we hook up with William Barber and that, that Alfie guy from that Southern Race Week show. They always seem to help boost our confidence and get us some wins. And uh, they always they, used to stop by the uh, the studios in Atlanta. Of course, the studios in Atlanta are still closed. So, <clears throat> you know, we'll have to figure something out. We'll have to go see them. But um, that's the beauty. I mean, the, these race drivers, they, they know us, they love us, they come by, they see us. Uh, the track presidents, uh, the track owners, and the track managers, they all, you know, are always actively engaged with us. Um, Alvy, I got to tell you, I came across a new racing series to me, and I'm sure it's not a new racing series to other folks, but it's called the Supercar Pro Series. And it's uh, the the sponsor of the race that I saw was the Stream uh, Virginia, or I'm sorry, the Stream, the Virgin Australia Supercar Championship. And it is basically cars that look like miniature versions of Ford Mustangs, Toyotas, and everything. And they race all over the different places. and these cars, when they come into the pits, there is a long arm, metal arm that goes over the pit and then has hoses hanging down on the driver's side. And they literally can jack the car up. You know how in the Indy car, when they come into the pits, they stick a hose on it and two little jacks jack the whole car up. This is a full size car. And they jack the whole car and are able to change four tires at one time if they wanted, but they, they can only change one side at a time, just like in NASCAR. But the car stays up in the air and they don't need a jackman. So I thought that was a pretty cool deal. It's called the Superview. You can check out the app, Supercars Pro Series, October the 27th through December the 1st. They got six rounds left, 22 entries, and it is a pretty cool little deal. Um, and I'm telling you, just need to Google supercars.com. And I want to thank Derek Andrews for pointing that series out to me on Southern Race Week's Twitter and on Southern Race Week's Facebook page and on William Barber on Instagram because he was so determined that (laughs) Derek was so determined that I watched that that series on TV um, that he, he reached out to me on three different media platforms for me to be able to see it. It was awesome as I'll get out. So that's another series, another eye-opening experience for me and for us. 
So not only do we cover all the other big boys and the big toys, but now we've got another series we're going to check into and cover that as well. This is Sean Langdon, driver of the DHL Top Field Dragster, and you're listening to Southern Race Week. All right, welcome back to this week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio along the far-flung Southern Race Week Radio Network. It's Alfie yet again bringing you another brand-new week's edition of Southern Race Week Radio along with the Southern Race Week Radio podcast, which is available every Monday on iTunes, Spotify, as well as SoundCloud, so make sure you check that out. But we have another great guest that is joining us this week on Southern Race Week Radio from the world of the short track world as we head on over to the Food Depot hotline. Got a lot to catch up with. A friend of the show, ladies and gentlemen, checking in from Hueytown, Alabama. Let's welcome in Miss JoJo Wilkinson. Miss uh, Wilkinson, thank you so much for taking time to join us this week on Southern Race Week Radio. Hopefully everything's going good for you in the great state of Alabama. How are you doing today? I'm good. Definitely an eventful week and very tiring, say the least. <laughs> yeah, you know what? You do a lot of things. It's crazy. Not only are you a, a, a fantastic and a successful race car driver, but also you're in school right now. You just started up the new school year. And also you're a cheerleader as well. Uh, for the school. So tell me how it's like balancing schoolwork, cheerleading, all your other extracurricular activities. Um, It's really family, uh, family and friends, and sponsors, of course, because if it wasn't for the sponsors, then uh, we wouldn't be able to do everything that we do. And family, they're there for me 24-7, and my friends, they get it, and they understand. Um, so it's definitely the friendships that we have, and my family members to support me through everything. And it is important to have family and friends to support you, understand what you're doing. Your dad, um, a very successful driver on his own basis. And it's great when I look at some of your pictures that he posts up on his Facebook page of when you were just a little girl and he is there driving uh, the car. And now for him to kind of help you in your career, uh, how close of a bond do you and your dad have when it comes to working on the car, getting the car ready for the weekend, and then when you're at the track racing? Uh, everybody asks me that. It's a very special bond, and I don't think anybody could ever have the relationship with their dad like I do because mm-hmm. most girls that have the relationship with their dad is just like a mom and dad relationship kind of. So a guy and their dad would be how me and my dad are. I guess you'd say we're really, really close, and he talks to me like I'm – um, a dude racing so whenever I get in the helmet it's just another guy out there on the track and it don't matter what gender I am so we definitely have a very good bond together um, he's my world and my everything and I don't know what I would do without him because if it wasn't for him uh, being as hard on me as he is I would not be the race car driver that I am today and I'm still learning and he's very hard on me about learning what I am right now so definitely a very good bond And another great thing I see about your dad as well is that he supports your racing career, but it seems like he can support you in all you do, whether it's a beauty pageant, whether it's coming out to see you perform your cheerleading routines during the football games. It looks like he's always supportive of you, not just only on what you do on the racetrack, but also everything that you're a part of. So how great is it for your dad to also appreciate all the other things that you're interested in just besides getting in the car and racing? just to even think about it because um, I grew up with just my dad. 
I haven't really, I don't really have much family down in Alabama other than uh, my grandparents and cousins and my sisters, but it's always been me and dad through everything. Um, I've never really had a mom to go and talk to um, about stuff like cheer or pageants or whatever it is. So my dad is pretty much a mom figure in my life as well as a dad figure. So um, he's very, very supportive about everything because I am a girl and I do have a girl life as well. And I'm not just a race car driver. So he's very supportive on both ends. Speaking with JoJo Wilkinson here on Southern Race Week Radio. And speaking of your racing career, you mentioned your dad, but also your great sponsors. You have a lot of amazing sponsors that are a part of your team, part of your racing career. And I want to give you an opportunity to recognize those, those great people who are there to help you out uh, during your racing career. Yes, sir. Um, if it wasn't for Jonathan Brown, and all my prayers are going out to him right now and to his family, they just lost, a, lost their 16-year-old daughter. And that's something a parent does not need to go through, losing a child that early in life. But... They've been so supportive with me and Dad being a low-budget race team. They try everything that they can to help me run the best that I can and show them what I can do in that car and show what other show other people what I can do in that car. So uh, Jonathan Brown with U.S. Tank, Audemars South, um, Jim Hardy, he's been there with me through a lot this year, and he's definitely helped the whole race season, racing Huntsville and Savory every single weekend. And then Turner Excavating, um, they actually live in Newtown, and they're my dad's best friends. So they've been very, very supportive because we live right down the road from them, and whatever we need, they're they're there for us. Um, and that's the kind of people we need on a race team because we don't have the money part. We have the family, the heart, the drive, the dedication. We have all of that. So I think with my sponsors that I have, it's really been a blessing for me because uh, we might not have the best race team or the most race team, um, as most as everybody else has. So that's definitely. Now, this past weekend, you were at Five Flags. You came away with a, a fourth place finish in a crazy uh, wild ending there at that uh, race last weekend at Five Flags. What was it like from your car seeing the uh, the crazy uh, finish there and coming away with that fourth place uh, finish there? Um, it was insane because every time I've gone down there since my wreck, I've been a little nervous and yeah. anxious. But this weekend, or I guess you'd say last weekend, I wasn't nervous. I was ready to go out there and drive because I haven't been there in a while. So I gave it 110%, just like my crew did and my sponsors did. So we went out there, and we were patient, and I saved my tires and my car because it was a four-tire race. And we went out there, and we finished fourth. And I was very, very nervous on that very last lap because there was wrecks happening, coming towards me. We were getting a checkered. We were all in the gas. It was just insane because it was a green lot checkered. But I'm very happy with where we finished and card in one piece. If our listeners want to keep up with you, your career, and what's going on with your racing schedule for the rest of the year and into next year as well, where can they go to keep up with you? Uh, we normally post on Twitter, which is Joe underscore Wilkinson 11. Um, and then we also post on Facebook every single day almost videos, pictures. Uh, we're shipping autograph cards out, shipping shipping T-shirts out. So uh, that is Jalen JoJo Wilkinson, number 11 as well. I'm Adam Alexander, part of the NASCAR coverage on Fox Sports 1, and you're listening to Southern Race Week. Well, folks, uh, here on Southern Race Week, this is, uh, this is the sad time of the show. This is the part where we have to wrap it up. We have to tell you that thanks to Food Depot grocery stores, we're able to bring you this program every single week in and week out. Neither I or Alfie see a check. 
from uh, any of the radio stations that advertise or carry the show, but we do it because we love it. That's right. Even if we did get a check, uh, we do it because we love it. And uh, we do it because we love racing and we love informing you on everything's going on. Alfie, thank you again for another great show. Recap who we had this week, sir. Of course, uh, Lenny Petiki, host of PRN at the track. Go to uh, goprn.com. Check out the uh, his podcast, uh, PRN at the track, uh, which is available there at goprn.com. And also JoJo Wilkinson, who is going to be racing this weekend for the first time in Nashville. So hopefully she has herself a great finish there. So, uh, heck yeah, really excited as we head to Martinsville. Cutoff race. We get down to the final four of the NASCAR playoffs as we head to Phoenix for the championship game, the championship race. There you go. All right, well, listen, folks, don't forget now, y'all find us on all of our social platforms. Just Google Southern Race Week. WB, William Barber, our Alfie, and you'll find us. And until next week, y'all do us a favor. If you're going to look for something fun to do and stay healthy and happy, go to a local racetrack. Do your social distancing. But, hey, take your family, friends, cousins, and neighbors, and always remember to be right back here next week, same bat time, same bat channel, or your favorite podcast location, and you – We'll get you, we'll get you up to speed on everything you need to know when it comes to racing. I'm William Barber. I'm Alfie. Until then, y'all have a great week. Be safe. We'll see you.